Warning, you are about to listen to the greatest radio show ever. And due to contractual obligations and to shield our airwaves and corporate licensees from any semblance of liability, responsibility, and gullibility, we must tell you the views represented on this show are not necessarily those of this station or its management. This radio show contains differing points of view on current political topics, and due to the nature of its contents, it should be heard by everyone. Thank you for listening. Three, three, two, two, one. Now live from the Devil Radio Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, where the political party is just beginning, welcome to the Devil's Advocate Show. Friends proving it's never personal, only politics. Please allow me to introduce myself. Here is your host, Mike Crute. Welcome back to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show, the Tuesday Happier Happy Hour. And Dom, um, we always appreciate when those lazy Wisconsinites and <laughs> really lazy people from all around the nation can garner enough energy to dial the, I guess we've counted them, 10 digits, 844-967-2789 to join us here on the greatest radio show ever. And if you're conservative and you you give me a chance to have a little dialogue. I'll do so. I'll try. We try. I mean, ask, ask some of the conservatives. We let you in. But if you're going to go all bull in a China shop CJ on me, you know, you're going to get dumped, Jerry. Sorry, man. No, nah, I'm not sorry. Don't be an ass. You get to hang out a little bit more, man. It's real simple. Let's try another Jerry. 844-967-2789. You could be the greatest Jerry we talked to today. Jerry from Madison, welcome. What do you got for us? Hi, Jerry. How you doing? How you doing? Um, yeah, I'm the anti. Yeah, he was the anti Jerry, so I'm the real Jerry. So not right. Um, yeah. So I guess I, you know, I guess one of the things I, I probably want to say is uh, um, the way that Republicans message, and you know, just like they, they you were talking about the commercial earlier, and um, they they couldn't say what they really wanted to say. They couldn't use the characters that they really wanted to use. Because, you know, yeah, they had the lazy white guy in the commercial, but if they put the black girl in there or the black man in there, oh, yeah, that's that's when it hits hard. So they couldn't really use what they really wanted, just like, you know, just like they twist around the way the word woke. But, Jerry, we're not clear. Jerry, I'm not clear if you if you remember the the Wisconsin Elections Commissioner, who's also a criminally fraudulent Trump elector, I would assert Bob Spindell, the guy that was bragging about the suppression of 27,000 black and Latino votes in Milwaukee. Part of their efforts, Jerry, was to utilize black radio in Milwaukee, WNOV, the truth, Carmazan's. Well, it used to be a station I own, but Carmazan owns it now. Those two black talk, air quote, stations in Milwaukee were receiving quite a bit different message than whitey righty talk radio is here in Madison. So I'm here in the Madison version. I'm here in the lazy white bum kid living in mom and dad's basement eating his Amazon because he gets the free, the free passive welfare, which, of course, factually, Jerry... The law is already established in the state of Wisconsin. The whole welfare work thing, the top. I mean, this is all the way back to Tommy Thompson days. You cannot not work and get the welfare as it's being described. And 
you know, live the the, the free lunch, Jerry. Sorry, it's your turn. You were nope, a little loud, but now it's your turn. Yeah, so, so you know, uh, so, like, uh, as far as, uh, you know, welfare work requirements, yeah, you have, to get a, you have to get a job, you have to do a work search, all the other good stuff. But, see, that's the part they don't tell you. They just say, you know, just like the, 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 the so-called referendum on whether or not it should be required that able-bodied uh, uh, people uh, go to work for requirements for welfare. Okay, it's already true, but see, they're trying to use that to, you know, like to say, oh, wait a minute, that's going on right now. No, and they, and they know it's a lie, but they're going to use it anyway, and then, because they know those people aren't going to go out and think or look for themselves. Jerry... You're so telling me all your neighbors in the state of Wisconsin aren't just lazy, good-for-nothings looking <laughs> to suck on the government teat? You know what I mean? That's what we're being accused of. We, Wisconsinites. Like, oh, if you just gave us a free lunch, we'd take it and we'd never work again. I don't believe that. I've never met, excepting a few of your friends, them. I've never met a lazy Wisconsinite. I really haven't. I've never met a lazy Wisconsinite. Very few. They are the exceptions, not the rule. Everyone I know works damn hard for their money. Eight four well, present company excluded. Eight four four nine six seven two seven eight nine. Thanks for the. Uh, Bill from Oconomowoc, you will be next. What do you got for us, Bill? Well, I am lazy, and I did dial the 10 digits, but that be it as it may. <clears throat> if you put us on speed dial it. one, Bill, then you'll never have to dial them again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that guy that called you before the break. Yes. I, I just relish those people, whether it's CJ or that guy or Jerry. And, and the king of them that I deal with is Dan O'Donnell, and he knows me better than he needs to or better than he wants to. Yeah. They, do, they all are scripted. And here's how the script goes. The minute you engage them in conversation, they get excited. The minute they get excited, they got to talk over you. The minute they talk over you, they got to start calling you names. Then they work themselves in such a fever, including Dan O'Donnell, that they just go, the wheels come off the bus. And then they got to hang up. Well, I, I took a little psychology in um, college, but uh, enough to be dangerous. <clears throat> but if you understand that personality, it's a reactionary personality that's working without thought. It just reacts. It doesn't think it reacts. Now, again, I'm not trying to blame Dr. Ruth Westheimer or anything, but these Dr. people are Ruth, when did, we, when did we get into the bedroom, Bill? Let me, let, let's ask. Well, that, that's, that's chapter two. That's let's, chapter let's two. ask. Won't go there. Let's ask Jerry's question in a reasonable fashion. Let's talk amongst ourselves like adults. What if Jerry's right? What if the election of a you know, a liberal, a, a lefty on the court turns the court and makes them reconsider Act 10. Bill, do you think that it would create rampant runaway taxes in the state of Wisconsin if they eliminate Act 10? I'm not even sure if I'm ready to go revisit Act 10 at this late hour. I think people should have the right to unionize, but I can't imagine that we're still fighting Act 10 like it's a front burner issue. I don't think it is these days, Bill. Am I wrong? Well, here's what I believe, and you stop me anytime. If we roll back Scotty Wanker's inquisition on the state of Wisconsin, ripping the DNR and destroying 
education and making the teachers union the bad people, we will move forward. If we believe that Foxconn was the answer, uh, we're still kidding ourselves. Scotty Wanker caused this state probably over a billion dollars in loss of revenue. Why do you think there's a $5 billion uh, slush fund in the state of Wisconsin? He could not. He wasn't smart. Bill, I'm going to cut you off. Uh, here's a couple of comments. I just want to get them out because my brain only works for so long, and i got to say it quick. Uh, Scott Walker was all about throwing the Hail Mary touchdown pass, right? Get a foreign corporation to build out here in the state of Wisconsin. Well, he had a $250,000 job promise he was trying to meet. 250,000 jobs. Well, here's let's contrast the Evers administration. And why do we have so much money? Why are we flush? In no small part because federal dollars are coming COVID back money, to yes. It's COVID money. Let's, let's call a fact a fact. What did Tony Evers do with the COVID money? He didn't go decimate a community, use eminent domain, and tell them they got to give all their land to a foreign corporation for whatever they decide to get around to doing there. That was the Foxconn plan. Instead, Tony Evers, and I think this has been brilliant, Tony Evers gave $10,000 grants to small businesses that opened storefronts on Main Street. And the state of Wisconsin has seen a tremendous investment. I think we're over $100 million. And that spread out in $10,000 increments means there's been almost 10,000 corporations, 10,000 little mom and pops that have returned to Main Street in the state of Wisconsin. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flush it out just down to one sort of micro level. We've got a little radio station in uh, Amory. W-L-A-K, Lake Air. I hope you're listening right now up there, Amory. But we, we're looking for a little place on Main Street. And that little community had so much success. This town of 2200, out market Minneapolis, go up Highway 63 from Baldwin, you'll run into Amory. They had so many little businesses that it started up on Main Street. Thanks to the $10,000 grants, 35 of them in a town of 2,200. I couldn't find Main Street real estate in Amory. We're out by the strip mall. A nice little place, don't get me wrong. And guess what? Civic Media also said, we just filled a vacant storefront and we also got it. So I know they've extended at least 36 grants at Amory and good luck finding commercial real estate in that town. When every shop in Main Street has got a vibrant, new, little, passionate, small business owner, that is a step in the right direction, Wisconsin. And that's what Tony Evers did. And that's quite a bit different than giving $4.5 billion. At least that was the plan to a foreign corporation. 844-967-2789. If you don't hear me, this is me complimenting the Evers plan. And, and it's it's strikingly different. Uh, and, and the way Scott Walker went about things, let's not forget, he's the Mr. Divide and Conquer, right? When he's when he thinks he's speaking privately to billionaire donors, when, when the widow Hendricks asks Scott Walker, well, what are you going to do about these unions? And he leans in and gently whispers in her ear, well, we're going we're, we're, we're to divide and conquer. That's what he wanted to do. That, that's, how, that's how Walker lived his political life. And he was on the ropes. He was a desperate man. And here comes Trump, the ninth, tenth wonder of the world, the Foxconn deal. 
what, three and a half billion dollars, 10,000 jobs. Wow, what a, what a great idea. They, they, they were flying over, the, over Kenosha in, in, in Air Force One, and, and Trump said to Reince Priebus, hey, what about that spot? And Reince is like, yeah, Scotty, what do you think? And they did this deal on the back of a napkin. Of course, it was never a deal. The whole thing was a political scam. Foxconn has been doing these things for years. And don't, so when, when, the, when the small government Republicans use eminent domain to kick people out of their homes for a political financial deal with a foreign corporation, you got to wonder really what the motivation is for the megas, for the GOP. Folks, we are the devil's advocates. Well, they're not doing enough. Is worrying about Main Street. They're not worried about you. That's for damn sure. We're but worried we are. about you. Join us, 844-967-2789. Thanks, Grudy. What what would you say you do here? We're going to deal with uh, collective bargaining for all public employee unions. Because right. you divide and conquer. The Devil's Advocates. Never personal, only politics. And we are back. Thank you for listening to the Devil's Advocates radio show. You can join us on the phones, 844-967-2789. I thought this was Donald Trump, I'm getting arrested day. Uh, That's what Donald Trump told us, so of course it's not true. I've never felt so let down. (laughs) Melania, I think several times, probably felt more let down than this. Uh, Dom, I would be curious. What are other Republicans saying about the, you know, the Trump predicted indictment of Trump? Well, I've got to, if you have questions, I have answers. I, I, I have lots of questions, so just lay it out for me, brother. Let's go. Let's start with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Now, we talked about this. He sort of shot a barb Trump's way. Look, I don't know what goes into paying <laughs> hush money to a porn star to secure silence over some type of alleged affair. I can't speak to that. (laughs) But what I can speak to is that if you have a prosecutor who is ignoring crimes happening every day in his jurisdiction and he chooses to go back many years ago to try and use something from a porn star, hush money payments, that's an example of pursuing a political agenda. That was the continuation. That was the full context of Ron DeSantis. So a little, little dig at Trump and a little dig at the, the woke DA, Alvin Bragg. Is that what we're doing now? I love it. Like all these Republicans commenting have no idea, number one, if Trump will be indicted by Alvin Bragg, or number two, what the indictment will contain. Wait, wait. DeSantis has to throw a derisive out there. Hold on. There's more. DeSantis went on to say, We are not involved in this, won't be involved in this. I have no interest in getting involved in some type of manufactured circus by some George Soros DA. It always comes back to Soros. Oh, yeah. The the, the Jew DA. Is that what he's saying? Because these guys really have it in for the Jews. Be it the space lasers or the Soros, the Republicans really have an issue with the Jews, it seems to me. Well, what about Speaker Kevin McCarthy, what's Ooh. what's the latest from Kev? I don't think people should protest this. No, Kevin said Sunday, he added, and I think President Trump, if you talk to him, 
He doesn't believe that either. <laughs> He's the one calling for it, was he not? I'm pretty sure that's exactly what he said. Something I took encouragement from, Dom, there are apparently more anti-Trump protesters than, than pro-Trump supporters. And probably more media than any protesters. Uh, also from Washington Post, McCarthy also said, as they're going down the list of defenses for Trump, it was his personal money. It was seven years ago. Statute of limitations. You know what I'm saying? It reminds me of, uh, what, Joliet Jake Blues, man. Uh, I didn't have cab fare. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? What are you guys talking about? What are you defending him for? What else you got? Uh, McCarthy also criticized the case against Trump, telling reporters, we need equal justice in America. Do you believe this is equal justice? Yeah, I think so. Cohen went are, to jail for this already. Are you proud of what the Manhattan DA is doing? Yes, very proud. Uh, Rapalee Stefanik, she's sort of new to MAGA world, right? Sort of sold out whatever principle she had. (laughs) Now she's all MAGA. Uh, This is un-American. And the radical left has reached a dangerous new low of third world country, she said in a statement. Cohen went to jail for this. (laughs) Knowing they cannot beat President Trump at the ballot box, the radical left will now follow the lead of socialist dictators. What socialist dictators are there? Like Bernie. If Bernie was a socialist dictator, wouldn't he be in charge right now? Uh, They will follow the lead of socialist dictators and reportedly arrest President Trump, the leading Republican candidate for president of the United States. It's a small field still. (laughs) Dom, you've got to be asking yourself, What's Jim Jordan saying? <laughs> well, that and MTG, but please tell me about Jordan. Uh, here's what Jordan told the Foxy News, you know, the most credible of sources on Monday. Bragg got pressured, I think, from the left. Uh, he went on to say, now they're coming after him for some alleged bookkeeping error. You've got to be kidding me. The House Judiciary, this is a bookkeeping error. The paying off of the porn stars, a bookkeeping yeah, book, error. Bookkeeping error. Surrounding yeah, error. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, the it's a House, write-off, Jerry. The House Judiciary Committee, which Jordan chairs, is demanding that Bragg testify to Congress about this probe, plus provide a trove of documents about it. No, which is, of course, totally asinine. They talk about weaponizing government. I mean, this is a local DA elected in, in, in Manhattan. The federal government can't do jack squat about it. What are you talking about? You, what? And this, let's let's remind everybody that this letter uh, was signed not only by Jim Jordan and James Comer, but also by Wisconsin's own Brian Style, the chairman of the Committee on House Administration. Well, Dominic, here is what one of the declared twenty twenty four Republican presidential candidates. You know, if it ain't Trump, it's Nikki Haley. Well, right now it's a rumor. And I certainly hope it's not the case. The former U.N. ambassador in the Trump administration told Foxy News on Monday night. But from everything I've seen from this New York district attorney is that this would be something he'd be going for political points. And I think that we know is when you get into political prosecutions like this, it's more about revenge than it is about It's not a political prosecution. Like, one dude already went to jail for facilitating his part in this crime. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's already been proven to be a crime. And only one guy, not all of them, went to jail. But there's more crudy 
Rand Paul says the DA should be arrested. Lindsey Graham says this is going to blow up the country. Hell, Trump's old attorney says this is all-out war. And to top it all off, with this kind of language being put forth, Vegas today, a bomb threat. A bomb threat at a courthouse in New York where Tis James, of course, they're going for the $250 million civil case against Trump. Yeah, that play. They had a bomb threat today. Dom, I've got one last thought from Rep Matt Gates. Trump used his own money to resolve a private dispute, irrespective of any campaign. This is an absurd abuse of the criminal process. Was it for college? In our politics. <laughs> Tuition. Come back. Your calls are next. 844-967-2789. Honest. Yeah. Yeah. I ran out of gas. I had a flat tire. I, I didn't have enough money for cash. The Devil's Advocates know how to kick ass and chew bubblegum, and we're all out of bubblegum. Welcome back to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show, the Tuesday Happier Happy Hour. It's rolling on down with the phone calls, lighting them up at 844-967-279. I got one too, man. Wait your turn, fella. You go first, man. Uh, You see the newest about Foxy News? I'll keep it brief here, but I think you should know There is a new explosive lawsuit by one of the Fox News producers who apparently was being, let's just say, strongly persuaded by Fox News. Coached? Coached, yes, let's call it that for conversation. CNN reporting that an explosive new lawsuit filed by Fox News producer Abby Grossberg has thrown a wrench into the defense against the defamation lawsuit by Dominion Voting Systems. Uh... Grossberg alleges she was coached by Fox News attorneys to give misleading testimony under oath in order to shift blame away from the network for airing multiple false claims about Dominion. Now, here's the statement apparently from the lawsuit. Um, Fox News attorneys acted as agents and at the behest of Fox News to misleadingly coach, manipulate, and coerce Ms. Grossberg to deliver shaded and or incomplete answers during her sworn deposition testimony, which answers were clearly to her reputational detriment, but greatly benefited Fox News. Hmm. The complaint also documents alleged misogynistic and anti-Semitic behavior, shocker here, Dom, by Fox News employees that Grossberg experienced as a producer for both Fox business host Maria Bartiroma and primetime Fox News star Tucker rhymes with Tucker Carlson. Uh, the lawsuit continued to describe a culture at Tucker rhymes with Tucker's program in which women were subjected to crude terms in which jokes about Jewish people were made out in the open. You know, in my whole life, I've never seen people make jokes about Jewish people. <laughs> I don't get it, man. I've never experienced that, but apparently they do that down at Tucker's show. Uh, Grossberg named Carlson and members of his staff in the lawsuit filed in New York. In an interview with CNN, Grossberg said her lawsuit will show that Fox News does not care about anything except ratings, of course, Tom. It's not red or blue, Crudy. It's green. They don't care about their employees, and they don't care about their viewers. 
Now, Fox News, Dom, pushed back on Grossberg's claims and said it engaged a team of outside lawyers to investigate her claims. You know, outside lawyers like Dan Kelly, they weren't employees so much as, you know, outside 1099 counsel. You see the distinction there? Total, totally different. Totally different. And the outside lawyers found her claims against Foxy News at the employee of Foxy News. Well, they found her accusations baseless, according to Foxy News. Foxy News says Foxy News's former producer isn't accurate. Uh, I got one now, Crudy. Hang on now. I know you jumped on there all excited. Are you ready for it? Well, lay it out, man. Make it quick. Got callers being patient. Breaking news. A source familiar with proceedings exclusively told DailyMail.com on Tuesday, quote, there will be no arraignment this week. Trump is expected to be indicted Wednesday, tomorrow after which the DA office will reach out to a Secret Service detail to make arrangements for his surrender. All 36,000 NYPD officers are in uniform and on notice for deployment after Trump called for his supporters to protest his imminent indictment. Tomorrow. Tomorrow next is, Tomorrow is the indictment. He'll, the arraignment will be next week. Hmm. Well, that's not Tuesday. I want it now, Father. (laughs) I don't even want this one. I want the one in Georgia. (laughs) 844-967-2789. Jim from Appleton. Welcome, Jim. What do you got for us? Hey, Jim. Hi, guys. I'm enjoying the news about Foxy, whatever it's called. And, you know, Trump's indictment, sooner or later, it's got to happen. But my main point is I'm kind of tired of them calling what we're asking for, radical left policies. You want radical left? I'll give you some radical left. Let's nationalize those oil companies since we're paying them $5 billion a year in case they... Slow down, Hugo Chavez. (laughs) (laughs) They would be calling us socialist dictators at that point, Jim. Perhaps with accuracy. If they're calling us radical left, I'm giving a sample of what is really radical left. How about no Medicare for all, but true nationalized health care from cradle to grave? Oh, wait, the Republicans care before cradle. Pregnancy to grave. Conception to grave, Jim. There you go. You know, that that is what left really is. Well, I want to party with you, cowboy. (laughs) Well, of course. I mean, Jim. More I could throw in there. But that the whole point for them is the messaging, right? They just got. They're just trying to just you know stir up their their supporters, make this a thing. Think of the language here: all out war, jail the DA, right? Uh, It's going to blow up, blow up the country. These are the things that they're saying. It's it's about justice for all, except if you're wealthy and happen to be a former president, you don't Mm. have to serve justice. Well, justice for the suckers, Jim. 844. That and taxes, right? 844-967-2789. Matt from Minneapolis. Perhaps listen on KTNF. Welcome, Matt. What do you got for us? Hey, Matt. Hey, you guys. How's it going? Excellent, Good. sir. What do you got? Okay. okay. Well, for one thing, I'm, I've got two points here. One is if Donald Trump is denying that he provoked 1-6, then he is backtracking by saying, 
Oh, well, how can you say it? I, I like the way your Trump imitation is. If I get arrested, then, you know, I'm going to start another 1-6 in every city in the country, right? Well, I think he would be hopeful to weaponize the mob and perhaps intimidate, you know, prospective DAs or the Department of Justice or whoever he can chill, man, because, you know, if I could turn the mob against the, the cops and the cops are coming for me, I'd do the same damn thing, man. You know, every every badger in a corner is going to do whatever they can to get the hell out of that corner, and that's what Trump's doing. He is starting to let the desperation yeah, yeah. through. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, um, you know, being playing rock and roll stuff in, in, back in the '90s, I think it would have been cheaper for Trump to go, and I'm not going to say the name of the nightclub, but to go to a certain nightclub in Hayward, Wisconsin, where they passed out flashlights, you know, so you could see the dancers better. It would probably would have been cheaper for him to do that than to um, do that with Stormy Daniels. <laughs> do what? He, he was extorted, according to him, Matt. You know, we're coming to Hayward. $1,000 to not have sex? We're coming to Hayward very soon. The Buzz of the North, WBZH, 910 AM. And I got to learn about this Hayward flashlight story. <laughs> I wasn't, like, where do I get my flashlight? I wasn't aware. Thanks for the call, Matt. 844-967-2789. Uh, the intimidation factor. Uh, we, we talked about it recently. Alvin Bragg sent out an internal memo. Um, saying they won't be intimidated. Now, apparently, a spokesperson for the DA's office is responding to that House GOP letter. Uh, this was a letter signed by, what, Jim Jordan and James Comer and Wisconsin's own Brian Style. you know, weaponizing the government to go down into you know local DA politics. Uh, but here's what the DA had to say in response to that letter, and I quote from the Twitter feed. We will not be intimidated by attempts to undermine the justice process, nor will we let baseless accusations deter us from fairly applying the law. While this office follows the facts, not everyone does. Many false claims have been lobbed about, so let's set the record straight about a few particularly egregious statements about the safety of our great city recently. Bullet point number one. So far this year, under D.A. Bragg, homicides are down 32% in Manhattan, and shootings are down 14%. Number two. Through the first year of D.A. Bragg's administrations, homicides were down 16% in Manhattan, and shootings were down 11%. And New York remains one of the safest big cities in the U.S., with a far lower murder rate than the most populous cities where the committee chairmen hail from, Ohio, Wisconsin, in Kentucky. In every prosecution, we follow the law without fear or favor to uncover the truth. Our skilled, honest, and dedicated lawyers remain hard at work. 844-967-2789. Join us via phone like Mike from Cedarburg. Welcome. What do you got for us? Hi, Mike. Uh, I got a way of raising billions either for the Ukraine fight or for cutting into our debt. Put this on pay-per-view. When they book them, put it in, their, in the orange jumpsuit, handcuffs, <laughs> leg irons, and I'll pay $100 to watch it. If they put him in an orange jumpsuit, Mike, won't he look like he's naked? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it'd be hard to that, tell, that'd be, right? That would be even scarier. Oh, my God. I go blind. <laughs> Mike, but here, here's the part. I think we've got to be careful and be adult about this. If we want, If we want to believe that... No man is above the law. Come tomorrow, 
when he's arraigned, apparently, according to the Daily Caller. Indicted color, tomorrow, arraigned next week. And, and when he yeah. indicted next week, we have to remember, this guy is innocent until proven guilty. He has not been convicted. And I hate to say it, man, well, but this guy's got every right to a legal defense that everyone else well, does. no one's suggesting that he's not, but let I me mean, because the law must look at him as innocent until proven guilty, I know his ass is guilty, Mike. Come on. Come on, boys. Don't be on too gleeful. Could be us indicted someday. <laughs> yeah, well, if I have the oh. check written to the porn star with my signature on it while I'm in the presidency after the election that my lawyer went to jail for, you got to assume maybe that might roll up at some point, Mike. No, let's see. I've worked with corrections and uh, law enforcement for many, many years. And my experience is when they book somebody, they always handcuff them because they don't know who they're dealing with usually. And uh, they give them special treatment. Uh-uh. You broke the law. You're being charged. You get the same treatment as everybody else. Okay, so, here, sort of Maybe off. they'll hit his head when they put him in the back of the oh, car, man. Mike, here... <laughs> Obviously, he's not like every other uh, defendant that's coming down to central booking. But, Mike, do you do the Tom DeLay grinning from ear to ear, act like you meant to oh, do that? Or do you have the sourpuss? Do you look like Dom does most days? No, no, no. I smile a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'd be, that's right. I'd be grinning from ear to I'd be looking like a Chester cat. <laughs> <laughs> never, never let him see you down, Mike. Turn to the, the left. <laughs> Turn to the right. Now slide, slide. Curdy, uh, he's not like everybody else in the sense that he's a former president with a Secret Service detail, but as far as I can tell, in every other way, shape, or form, he is like everybody else. He literally is like everybody else. Everybody else, man. What are you talking about? It says it's putting these people up on a pet. How many politicians have been arrested over the course of humanity? Come on, man. Another. So he's the first president. Great. You ever been still like everybody else? You ever been booked? Yes. Handcuffed, photographed. Sure. Yes. Humiliating, is it? Nah, not really. You know what are you gonna do? I did the crime, man. Well, the crime. We. That's really not a crime. I'm just ahead of my time. But so what, man? That's what happens. Never run. That's embarrassing. Run. Who runs? I'd like to think I'd run in even if I didn't have a weapon. Eight four four. Nine six seven. Terrible. Two seven eight nine. Dick from Madtown. Welcome, Dick. What do you got for us? Hey, Dick. I love Jim's thinking a couple calls ago. Radical? No. Very logical. Everything he brought up. But you're talking about the uh, how Republicans reacted. I brought this up to Matt Flynn yesterday. Uh, Kevin McCarthy. I'm paraphrasing him now. Uh, this is the weakest of all the charges out there. Now, is that not the most pathetic vote of confidence you've ever heard? I mean, it, it doesn't bode well for him, Dick. Uh, that was McCarthy. Yeah, if he points out that it's yeah. the weakest case, so what, it shouldn't be brought because the other ones are worse? <laughs> what are you saying? So there's there's a half dozen more, but that's exactly what well, I'm kind of paraphrasing him. Check it out. He said something to the effect that, oh, this is the weakest amongst the charges. Yeah. You know, if a guy's going down for murder, Dick, do you really got to hammer the jaywalking? Come back with us. One last opportunity to hear yourself on the radio. Don't be lazy. Dial right now. 844-96-PARTY. You know, we'll deal with this tomorrow night. I'm mad now.
The Devil's Advocates. So relevant, they have one foot in tomorrow. And we are back. Thank you for listening to the Devil's Advocates radio show. Last segment of the day of the Devil's Advocates. So if you got something to say, hit us up right now at 844-967-2789. But you're going to want to stick around because we are going to play the singular Wisconsin Supreme Court debate starting at 6 o'clock. So, you know, keep it locked right here for that. And my beloved Badgers, they got a big NIT Elite Eight game tonight, Dom. Going off against the Oregon Ducks, 8 o'clock Central Time. That will play out on WFHR, WRCE, and WLAK are three Badger affiliates. And my understanding is if you stream it, you should be able to find one 75 miles or less from your home. So start with WFHR, and you can listen to the NIT soon-to-be champion bound wisconsin badgers <laughs> all right if they win today they go to vegas next weekend i believe oh, for the nice. final four uh anyways badgers at oregon here's one other insight about this game if you tune on the tv it's going to hurt your eyes oregon's got one of the ugliest basketball courts ever like relief pine trees it looks like somebody spilt paint on their court it's got awful. You're not going to want to watch it. Tune in right here on the Civic Media app. Tell all your friends, get the Civic Media app. We got a Wisconsin judicial debate and then a Badger NIT victory. You heard it here first. 844-967-2789. Crudy, the news just keeps on coming down. ABC News is reporting. Special counsel claims Trump deliberately misled his attorneys about classified documents the judge wrote. The judge said there could be indications of criminal violations per the source. Uh, prosecutors presented compelling preliminary evidence that former President Donald Trump knowingly and deliberately misled his own attorneys about his retention of classified docu- uh, materials after leaving off- office. A top federal judge wrote Friday in a sealed filing, according to sources who described his content to ABC News. Uh, Trump spokes very unhappy about this in response to Trump campaign spokesperson person said in part shame on fake news abc for broadcasting illegally leaked all capped false allegations from a never trump now former chief judge against the trump legal team the real story here that fake news abc should be reporting on is that prosecutors only attack lawyers when they have no case whatsoever is that really the case look (laughs) over at the indictments about to drop in manhattan that's where you should be looking Right. Well, you can't look anywhere. Again, uh, that news also, uh, we talked about it earlier from The Guardian. Trump is supposed to be, I'm sorry, I believe it was The Guardian. Trump indicted tomorrow, arraigned next week. I thought you said The Daily Caller for accuracy. <laughs> no, it wasn't The Daily Caller. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure it was not The Daily Caller. Four four. Dom's favorite source. Uh, Daily Mail. Daily Mail. I knew there was a daily in there. Yeah, yeah. Closer than you got, 844-967-2789. Ah, it's the Daily Mail from the UK, the Guardian UK. I mean, it's, 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 we'll call it a tie. Carla from Johnson's, uh, Johnson's Creek. Welcome, Carla. What do you got for us? Hi, Carla. Hi. I was just thinking, since they were supposed to indict him today, and then now it's going to be tomorrow, 
I wonder if they'll do it in the middle of the night, like a night court situation, to just because of the protest. Yeah, I, want, was, I want Roz to arrest him. Well, and, and remember now, Trump was the one that said it was going to be today. So th- nothing came from uh, the DA's office on this. It would be nice if they did oh, like a true. pre-dawn paramilitary raid. Like <laughs> Republicans always claim they got swooped in on. Uh, I would love to see the FBI kicking down the doors, but I believe we'll probably see a negotiated settlement. And although I agree with the guy, I think Mike and Cedarberg, who wants to see the former in handcuffs, Carl, I don't think we're ever going to see that man in handcuffs. Uh, not publicly. I don't think not, we'll not see for it. this case, but hopefully we will as justice slowly turns. Is an indictment well, enough, Carla? Snake in. Carla, will this no. will this give you enough fulfillment or do we need to see the more substantial charges something related to the coup attempt in the january 6th the georgia case i mean this case it almost feels like a distraction yeah and i just also wonder are the secret service going to flip coin to see who goes in with him if he gets jailed (laughs) like you got to sit in the cell with the guy for eight hours a day and make sure he doesn't get shanked in the shower Right. So, yeah, that's all I got. I'm hoping for the best. I'm hoping for a door kick down in the middle of the night. But, I, I want to see him on an episode of Cops, Carla. That's what I'm talking bad about. Bad boy, bad boy. What <laughs> you going to do? I mean? Running, four. you know, got his you know, got his hat on and, you know, running his – well, he's not running. Who are you kidding, man? That guy would have a heart attack. No shirt, right? The guy that's running <laughs> never has his shirt on. 844 967 Eight nine. That's why I always keep my shirt on. <laughs> Cops will run right past you. Uh, Stephen from Green Bay. Welcome, Stephen. What do you got for us? Hey, Stephen. I actually have more news for you. I have two articles that just uh, popped up on my cell phone. Um, from the Independent, Tucker Carlson says Trump payoff to a porn actor is, quote, ordinary in America. <laughs> And <laughs> haven't you paid um, off a porn star to not have sex with you after the birth of your fifth child by your third baby mama while running no, for president of the United States? You can't say that live on air. My wife will find out. <laughs> <laughs> no confessions on air, Stephen. There's there's no pseudonyms here. <laughs> pseudonyms. <laughs> that <laughs> was for you, got, Salvia. Man. Thank you, Courtney. Go ahead, Stephen. Uh, what's the other headline you got I, I for do, you, Stephen? I do have one more uh, news uh, thing for you. Um, this is coming from WBAY Channel 2 in Green Bay, the ABC affiliate. Illinois reports $36 million in tax revenue from out-of-state marijuana sales, including from Wisconsinites. So I guess Illinois does like Wisconsin uh, when we're buying weed from them. That's the only time, Stephen, I got to tell you. And the taxes are exorbitant. I feel like I paid a big chunk of that $36 million. <laughs> right? If I didn't, Salvia did. This got to go a little further to Michigan. The taxes are cheaper and the quantities are higher. But, Stephen, I think you missed the hometown story that really captured my attention from the Green Bay area. Uh, somebody stole a van with the body in the van, like a, like a hearse. <laughs> what? Green, there was like a high-speed hearse chase, I think, in Green Bay. Jeez. I don't know if they went high-speed or if you just fled with the body but uh that was a headline that caught my attention from the greater brown county area I'd like to watch the regional markets <laughs> yeah. a lot going on in green bay these days well if that's the worst that can happen uh it's not a terrible day you're going to want to stick around this is an unusual broadcast day 
But two weeks from tonight is Election Day in the state of Wisconsin, April 4th. And today, you can hear this singular Wisconsin Supreme Court debate. Coming up next, Terry Bell, our news director, offering commentary. Get you right, right into the action. It was contentious. It is worth the listen. And don't forget, Badgers, NIT, Elite 8 action going off against Oregon. 8 o'clock, WFHR. Find it on the stream. Get the Civic Media app and keep it locked all the time. We'll see you on Wednesday, I believe. Joseph Pecky, our fine guest in the Happier Happy Hour.